Hi everyone, welcome to the Lifestyle is Medicine podcast. This is Dan Cho, Managing Director of Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine in Toronto, and I'm here with Dr. George Cho, our Medical Director. And in this episode, we're going to talk about lifestyle medicine for kids. Now, I'm sure that we've all had this experience where we may have seen a, a child, a young kid, eating or drinking something that's unhealthy, say candy or drinking soda. And we, maybe we try to tell them that they shouldn't be eating or drinking that because it's not good for them. And then a well-meaning adult will jump in and say, hey, look, just leave them alone because they're just kids. And I think the assumption there is that, you know, kids are still young and they still have a long life ahead of them. So just because they eat something unhealthy, it's not really going to affect them that much. Whereas, you know, for older people, since, uh, you know, we are um, nearing the end of our lives, we have to be more careful. We may already have health problems, so we have to be more careful about what we eat, drink, uh, etc. But, you know, kids, they have a long life ahead of them, so it's not that big of a deal. They're just kids. But I think the research is now coming out showing that this might not actually be the case and that what kids eat and drink actually does matter. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Uh, there's research that's coming out now that suggests that uh, diseases that are once thought to be adult diseases or old people's diseases is happening at younger and younger ages. Uh, for one thing, we know, for instance, that obesity is is occurring at younger and younger ages. So the uh, obesity epidemic amongst our young people is uh, is uh, is a problem that's that's concerning and that obviously has a direct link with our lifestyles. But um, one particular disease that's of great concern right now is actually type two diabetes. Now, many of our listeners might might have been aware of, uh, might have known type two diabetes as adult onset diabetes. Right. Yeah. But now they don't they don't call it adult onset anymore. They just simply say type two diabetes, and the reason is because now we are seeing that younger and younger people are getting type two diabetes. In fact, in in one report. They say now that 20 to 50% of all new cases of, of diabetes may be actually among our youth populations. And that's not just type 1 diabetes. And they're noticing that the trend of pre-diabetes is increasing amongst our adolescents. They're saying that in, a, in the uh, National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey, that's the national uh, U.S. survey of health and uh, nutrition behaviors amongst Americans, they suggest that there's an 87% increase in the prevalence of impaired glucose regulation among adolescents uh, in their teens between 12 to 19 years old uh, from 1999 to 2006. So I want to kind of just uh, also kind of pause and think about that for a moment. The food nutrient that is most associated with child satisfaction is sugar, right? Uh, we think that you know, we want to give sugar to kids because they like it the most. Yet more and more of our young people are having problems regulating that sugar. Mm. So what this tells us is that that young bodies are not immune to old people's diseases. Now put old people in in um, quotation marks, mm. right? In fact, we should seriously question whether these diseases really are old people's diseases. So you know, if my message to parents out there is simple. Don't assume that your kids are immune to these diseases. Uh, it can hit much earlier than you think, and diet has a huge role to play in that. And so, you know, when it comes to preventing diseases, it does not start at when you hit age 30. 
it needs to start. Prevention needs to start when when you're a kid. And I, I think that's really important because you know when we think about kids, right? We think about you know birthday parties. What's there? Cake, candy, pop, right? pizza, Halloween. You know the kids go out trick or treating. You know adults we don't do that. As, uh, you know I think most of us we see as a little bit immature, right? But kids we take out the kids because hey look they're young. It's okay. They're still kids, right? But Research is showing now that that might actually not be the case, right? Which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah, the what we're realizing is, see, like a lot of people, they think that their their bodies are clean all the way until they hit maybe age forty, and then they start to uh, develop. Uh, they start to lay the foundation for diseases in their fifties, sixties, and seventies, right? But that's not the case. The the what the science is now showing is that the foundations for hypertension, for diabetes. And these other diseases is laid much earlier than your 40s and 50s.、Mm. In fact, we know now it can hit our our 20s and in our 20s and in our teens. So this means that、uh, that even young bodies are susceptible, and so we need to be really careful even at a young age and with our young children. We can't no longer can we just say, "Oh, they're kids, so they can eat this way."、Uh, that that's I don't I don't believe that really holds up to. The current science right now, and、uh, just going back to that diabetes, the point you're making about the different kinds of diabetes. So before,、uh, if we found diabetes in older people, we say it was、uh, auto onset type two, and the younger, if they had diabetes, we assumed it was type type one, right? That's、the、right. Immune condition, but now that's not necessarily the case. No, we can't even assume that anymore.、Right. That when a young kid comes to you and says they have diabetes, you can't assume that's just type one. It、mm-hmm. could actually be type two, which is triggered by lifestyle. Obesity and these lots of related factors.、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, you recently volunteered at a clinic in an underserved community in northern Ontario, and、uh, you saw really young pe-、uh, people with health problems that we usually see in adults. So, can you tell us about that? Yes, that was a very eye-opening experience.、Uh, we we held a free clinic there,、uh, up in this、uh, community, and it was very very interesting. It was it. The, my experience there really solidified what we're talking about right now. For example, we there was a young man who came to clinic. He was about he was in his late twenties and he had diabetes.、Mm, type type two. Type two diabetes. Yeah, okay. Type two diabetes in his twenties.、Mm. Think about that. We,、uh, mm. we we often think diabetes is for like sixty and seventy year olds. I mean,、right? when you're、uh, in your twenties, you don't even think about that. Exactly. Like, you you don't. Yeah, you don't even think about. Yeah, that, most twenties、right? don't even dream that they would ever get、right. diabetes. But this man had、uh, diabetes, and he was in his twenties.、Mm. But you know, an even sadder story is、uh, there was a young mother that came in, and she had diabetes. But she, after we did her her business, she then started to open up about her children. Her children were they? She had two sons, both in their early teens. Mm-hmm, and she、okay. said that they also had diabetes.、Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a very eye-opening experience for me,、uh, and helped me realize that that、uh, the lifestyle of a young child does matter. And I can say that in this community, the people were very, very overweight, and their diets were、uh, predominantly processed foods and heavy meat consumption. So,、um, so it's it's not surprising in a sense why these why there there was so much diabetes in this community. Now there have been many studies that have been coming out、uh, showing that health problems like atherosclerosis, right, that's sort of the、uh, 
uh, I guess, so like the root issue for many of the cardiovascular diseases that we see starts very early in life. Can, so can you share with us a little bit about those studies that are coming out? Yeah, so atherosclerosis is basically it's plaque buildup in your vessels. When too much plaque builds up, then it blocks the vessel, the blood vessel, then uh, then blood can't get through, then you essentially you get a, a heart attack or a stroke. Well, like many people, they think that that is an old, pe- old person's disease. Mm. But now from autopsy studies, we know that that's actually not the case. So it really, um, I think it really began with some medical doctors after the Korean War in the 1950s. And they got a bunch, they got a bunch of these American soldiers who had basically been killed in action. And they, they did autopsies on these soldiers. And what they found was that up to 77, about 77.3% of them had coronary arteriosclerosis. Mm, wow. So this is plaque buildup, fatty streaks in the heart vessels. Now, how old are these individuals? Not 50, not 40, not even 30. The average age was, was about 22. So these were very young individuals. And... 70 percent and more of them had plaque buildup in the in their arteries. This was very eye opening to the medical community. But since then, uh, they've been doing continue been con- they've continued to do autopsy studies, and it basically it um it confirmed these result these findings. So now from more recent uh autopsy studies, they know that now about forty five percent to over 50% of teens have fatty streaks in their right coronary artery. This is the one of the vessels that feeds the heart, right? And by age 30, 70% of people already have fatty streaks mm. built up in their heart vessels. So uh, I want people to think about this. Our teenagers are already developing the foundations for heart disease, for heart attack. Mm. It's not that will, that will hit decades later but it's uh it it develops at a very early age right and then over time and then it hits as a heart attack a stroke right so i want i want us to kind of get ourselves diffuse our minds of this idea that you get plaque for 10 years then you get a heart attack that's not the case it's decades of plaque buildup that really leads to a heart attack Mm. and that buildup starts young not old so to close off what can we do about you know this these the how disease processes start very early in life what can we do what what are some of the take-home messages well then it's very simple the stuff that we talk about on this podcast we have to start implementing them when we're young we can't take our kids for granted so we know from studies by dr dean ornish from uh, dr neil barnard from dr caudal esselstyn that diseases like type 2 diabetes like coronary artery disease can be reversed and how are they reversed? Through the simple principles of lifestyle medicine. So for instance, whole foods, plant-based diets, getting rid of animal foods, replacing them with whole plant foods, exercise, stress management, uh, these types of things, cessation of tobacco. These simple lifestyle behaviors helps prevent and also helps reverse many of the chronic diseases that we face today and we need to start young we can't start Mm. when we can't start taking our health seriously when we're 30 years old Mm. and we can't take our young kids and teenagers for granted right because they're already laying the foundation so they also need to start implementing the the principles of lifestyle medicine going plant-based cutting off all the junk food or at least a lot of the junk food that 
we so often give to these individuals, right? We need to encourage our young people to uh, eat healthy, to exercise, to manage stress, and so forth. So basically, it's not okay that they're just young, that they're young. Absolutely not. Yeah. Great. So that's it for this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on your Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. You can also uh, catch our episodes. We upload them on our YouTube channel and on our social media site, uh, pages uh, on Facebook. And if you uh, have any friends or family who you think can benefit from lifestyle medicine, we encourage you to share this podcast with them. So again, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. We hope you tune in for our next episode. And until then, remember, your lifestyle is medicine.